You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories and sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne and this is Kilcullen Diary. A singer-songwriter from Kilcullen who is steadily forging a reputation in Spain credits much of her musical development to her music and drama teachers back here in her hometown. El Leon Gallagher lives in Barcelona now, but was on a trip back to Ireland before Christmas to mark the launch of her first full album, El Leon the Musical. She was accompanied by her band, a group of friends from Barcelona with whom she's been making music for some time in venues around the Catalonian capital. El has quite a special voice that was already evident when she was a student at Cross and Passion College in Kilcullen a decade and more ago and even before that. I spoke with her a short while back and asked her if she was always musical. Um, I would say yes. Um, although, like, having an original project with my own songs, I suppose it's relatively new. But yeah, I, I would have started doing things in the town, really. Things like Brian Brady, UT, he was doing things in Kilcullen, so I started that when I was in, like, third class, and then I was in the talented kids performing at school that was in Kilcullen as well and um, so yeah I was always like you know doing musicals things like that when I was a kid um, dancing as well drama all of that all of the theatrics <laughs> I loved that and then um, yeah I got into focusing more on music probably around that time when we started that duo with my friend Robbie um, he, he went to CPC as well and we were in music class together and positive experiences, like putting band pieces together, kind of came from school. I feel really lucky to say that as well. I think the teachers in CPC, the music teachers, are fantastic, and uh, we were really encouraged uh, through school. So that kind of just stayed with us, and we started playing. And then uh, when I came over to Spain, I started playing in a, a band, and that was the first time I wanted to do original stuff. And then, I don't know, fast forward to about um, before 2020, before everything and all the pandemic stuff kicked off, that's when I would have started writing songs. I would have had a good few songs under my belt then. And I started playing in, in playing like guitar and a bit of keyboard very late in life, but I kind of had objectives in my head. And when I, when I want to learn something, I really, I, I'll knuckle down and I'll do it, you know. It's been lucky to have been, to, to have been surrounded by people that, that helped me, you know, and we all learned together. When you were doing all that, um, were you working at anything else or were you concentrating totally on music and dancing? Well, no, never. Realistically, you can't really sustain yourself like that. I got stuck into English teaching, actually, so that was something that I didn't know I could do or I didn't think I would end up doing, but it was a pleasant surprise. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunities for native English speakers over here and if you have experience with children or younger people they're very keen to have people on board so yeah I got it my first jobs would have been English teaching I still do some of that but now I I do more of like singing lessons musical theatre and I kind of combine you know I can do that through English as well so that has a bit of an appeal over here I guess working in Spain so you you can tell people here we can we can do something creative and you can learn English that's what I'm trying to do anyway, work away. And when I was at home, sure, I was very young. Like, that's how I would have been 20, 19, 20, now I'm 27. So, like, 
yes, been doing a lot of things, you know, just whatever you have to do and juggling constantly, I guess. Like, you'll have, you know, been working in cafes when I was at home and then, but when I've been over here, it's always been English teaching and and now I'm focusing more on singing lessons. So it's great to do something at least related to what I feel I actually know what I'm talking about as well, which is nice. Apart from the learning in CPC music classes, have you had any formal voice training? Yeah, and, I, and that would have been uh, from Talented Kids, really. Maureen, Maureen Ward, she was the first person that ever taught me how technically to sing, do you know what I mean? Um, I think before then I was in, like, Brian Brady's and stuff like that, but, I mean, it was about putting on a show, do you know what I mean? Of course, you're helped and you're shown what to do and you're directed, but as far as, like, teaching, being taught how to technically sing, she was the first person that ever taught me anything and taught me most of what I know and really is a fabulous teacher. To be honest, I feel like everything she has taught me has stayed with me, and the same with Fiona as well. I would have done a few classes with her, kind of just to get me prepared for the lead and her practicals, but it was more so Maureen, but Fiona is fantastic as well. Fiona Gibson. What's the music scene like in Spain, where you are? I think, like everywhere, there's a bit of everything. I'd say where I am now, what what seems to be big would be kind of a, a lot of mm, dream pop kind of sounds coming from the places and a lot of uh, maybe not so not so much rock but a lot more kind of like soft pop is very big over here but then there's also a big scene for like psych rock as well like that there would be very specific places you could go there's things for everyone really like there would be different types of festivals if you like there's a lot like it's a big city so there's loads of things going on to be honest there's a bit of everything if you go look if you go looking for it like there's there's a bit of everything and from your point of view as a performer are are there uh, are there plenty of opportunities to actually perform and get paid for it uh and get paid for it um yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah i mean like they're not always wonderful conditions but it's kind of like that everywhere as an artist to be honest i think it's coming up on friday and it's a big venue it's probably the biggest venue that i'd have played so we have to rent out that room i'm now i'm lucky that i'm with a small label at the moment but they're they're pretty good like and they're helping me with that they're they're helping me rent out the room um but we need to cover costs obviously and then there's five of us in the band there's an opening act as well and uh, we have a sound tech as well, so we've all of those people to get paid, and we'll see what we can get out of it. Well, so there's record sales as well, which I can keep because it's mine. But um, so there's those types of gigs, which are good to like invite people who program festivals and things like that, and use it as more of a, a time for exposure. Um, and then there are lots of gigs when say they might be they might be more stripped down, and they might be more of a bar as opposed to like a music venue. You might get paid in cash just straight there and it just depends on who's actually there again with with like if you sell some records at the gig and then there are a lot of like good opportunities here anyway there's a lot of civic centers here in the city and really everywhere in Catalonia to be honest probably all over the country but say like every neighborhood would have their civic center or town hall the likes of it but it would they're usually very big like they'd have loads of rooms function rooms like rooms for classes and all of that, and there'd nearly always be like a theatre, like an auditorium kind of thing. They're really good because 
a lot of the, those gigs would be free for people to come and see. They just need to register or they need to be like um, for residents. Like. And the artists like get paid like a fixed amount as well, which doesn't always happen. So they're really good opportunities, I find. And they're normally really good conditions as well. Like it, it's kind of a win-win for everyone. It's like the artists get paid fairly and the people get either a cheap or a free show. So I think it's good for things to be accessible and for people to actually get paid for the work that goes in, you know. Tell me a bit about your band. Uh, how did you get involved with them and what kind of a mix is it? Well, my, my band right now, they're, they're all my friends. I play with Albert Lax, who is probably Kilcullen's number one tourist at this at this stage. He's my boyfriend and he's been over to Kilcullen a few times as well and we played. He plays uh, the keyboard and he plays acoustic guitar and he does a lot of the backing vocals, which is really nice to have someone in the band kind of doing a bit of everything at the same time um, when needed. So that's him. And then we have uh, Guillaume Dora on lead guitar and he recorded the guitars with me as well for the album. Uh, the, the two of them, actually, they're from outside of Barcelona. They're from a, a town called Granollers. So they're not city boys. Um, then we have our bassist, Narev. He He's from the city and we, we've already played together. The, the three of them and myself play together in Albert's project as well. He's a singer-songwriter in his own right. And he's a few albums out and he's working on something else. And we all play together in that band anyway, doing different things, So which is really nice. And then we have Danny Arias. He plays drums. And he's fantastic as well. He's from Villa de Cannes, which is outside of the city as well. We're, we're all people that play together, either with Albert or myself. It's just a really good feeling when we're all either hanging out or playing. It seems easy and natural, and it just I feel I feel very lucky to have that. Like fans are hard to maintain. Do you know what I mean? I think if you're a good friends, it just I don't know, it just works a lot better. And it was great to have them in Kilcullen. It was hilarious. it was hilarious at the same time. Like for most of them, their first time in Ireland. Like it was very fun. It was very fun. I'm looking at them. Now let's move on to the the musical, your your new LP. What I got from it was like its title. It actually seems to be have been written in a sequential style for music for a musical with a story. Am I right? Like, the order for the songs, like, it wasn't written thinking, this song goes here, I'm going to write this song now to go after that song. So I think you kind of, I'm just speaking for myself, but I think a lot of people might do it in the same way. Like, you kind of, you're making an album and you want to have, well, a bunch of songs to choose from, no? And then you just see, well, this works well with this. Like, they, they all make sense together. And then after that, you'll pick an order and all that. Calling it the musical kind of came over the pandemic. I had... I had gotten back into musicals, like, I've, as I said, like, I started out performing musicals as a child, and it was just such a great escape to, like, I know it sounds so cheesy, but to, like, put on a different face and, or kind of act out those parts of you that maybe you wouldn't show otherwise if it wasn't performing, do you know what I mean? So during the pandemic, like, I just started listening to more, like, musical soundtracks, because it would just put me in such a good mood, like, and it would remind me of, like, all those feelings I used to have performing as a kid and how that was, like, the magic safe space, you know? And it also led me, it kind of made me go back to the way I'm, I used to be a lot more comfortable singing, which is funny because I don't know, I'm more, I'm more theatrical style of singing, perhaps like more dramatic in places, just kind of 
different ways of expressing of expressing emo- emotion through the voice as opposed to like I think in my first EP I, I just because of the style it was as well I'm not saying it wasn't great or anything but I think I sang in a more like timid fashion which is normal it's like your first album or whatever but uh, with this album I definitely went back to just kind of how I feel most comfortable and I think it was just most fun as well so and calling it the musical was kind of yeah a bit of a homage to that and then I like the idea of a self-titled album, but a lot of people don't really do that anymore. And I just thought, like, calling it L.A. on the musical is just kind of funny. It's kind of a self-titled album, but it's not, you know what I mean? <laughs> you talked about um, the, the kind of singing that you do, and uh, as I listened to you, you've got a, a kind of a smoky, cabaret-style voice in most of them. Is that essentially you? Yeah, I don't know. It just depends on the mood of the song. Like, I... I feel like, I don't know, I feel, I feel like I really come in touch with myself as a singer a bit better because I kind of not took it for granted. As in, I feel so used to singing because I've been singing for a long time. Like, um, And I think teaching singing also definitely makes you better. Anyway, you're teaching things you're like, oh, yeah, I remember how to do that. It just depends on the song. And I think the voice is kind of limitless. So I think you're just constantly finding things. And I suppose you can say that about everything whether it's an instrument or whatever, but I think I got very caught up in like trying to catch up and trying to defend myself well with a guitar and the piano and stuff like that, which is so important. And it's all, it all comes together eventually by practice, but it was nice actually coming to us. It's like, well, what do I know? What are my, what are my skills? What am I good at? Instead of focusing on, oh, I need to be great at this. Like you just need to let things happen naturally. So yeah, no, it depends on the song, really, and the mood. I, and in, in the live shows as well, like, it's it's fun to play around a bit more. You're 27 now, and you're kind of pretty well establishing yourself bit by bit. And it's just like practicing a song. It's a it's a case of, of keeping going from gig to gig and hopefully learning something from each, I suppose. Do you see a future as a career in singing? Uh, well, as opposed to more singing, but like playing shows, making music. I Realistically, I feel like they're two separate things. So there's what I need to do to <laughs> to sustain myself. And hopefully now I can do things that make me, that bring me a bit more joy. And then there's my music, which to be honest, it feels like that's going to accompany me wherever I go. I feel like my goals are clear, but I just don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't want to put my eggs in one basket. It's like I, it feels like things are slowly but surely getting better. Like it's not an easy industry, but I feel look, this time last year I didn't know how I was gonna release this album, and now, well, I've at least I've helped. I've got management help over here, and I'm in a label as well. Which again, it's not Universal Records, and it's not it's not going to change my life immediately, but it helps that I definitely notice, and it's. It helps you get gigs that I should certainly wouldn't get sending mails on my own. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you feel like you're just sending mails to thin air and not getting any response. But now with the with people that are kind of behind you, focused on doing that for you, I kind of feel like well, the part that I know how to do the writing songs, but that's why I know how to do. That's what I do best, and that's always going to be with me. Do you know what I mean? Like I definitely know there are there are so many things I would love to do and. To be honest, I have the confidence to say that probably confidence I wouldn't have had a while ago. Like I work with great people recording um, and performing and the trust in myself that I think I write, I compose good songs. Like, so 
to be honest, not saying it's a matter of luck, but luck helps. The, the 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 idea that someone could come into the show and give you an opportunity, not that kind of thing, but yeah, a little bit. It's like it's all word of mouth, and each show there are more people that come out. There are people that might not know me directly, but they come out and, and see us, and nice things are said. They buy a record, so it's just it's like a snowball kind of affecting. I would love to make a living purely on music, and I think between teaching which is something I really enjoy and it helps me learn so much I'm really thankful for that as well because that means I'm there I'm spending the day singing I'm playing as well and I'm actually making myself useful in a way and that makes me feel good and it's involved with music I'm involved in other projects as well so I don't know if I like the idea of putting all the pressure on my music I don't know if that would be really good for me I really enjoy playing in other projects. As I said, we play with Albert and I, I sing in that, in that project. I play a bit of the keyboard. I have lots of fun. I have, it's probably like I have a lot of fun in those shows, sometimes more on my own. And I sing in other friends' projects as well. So we have a bit of a community going on and it's nice to, it's nice to change up, um, the roles and you learn, you learn loads like. El Leon, talking to me from Barcelona. Before we finish, let's just hear a short clip from the album from her song Night Talk. Night talking's blown some steam. You're up against your lover's walls. Wasn't it a sweeter deal looking for? Night Talk from El Leon the Musical. You can buy it on bandcamp.com and other main online outlets. I'm Brian Byrne. This is Cagullan Diary. Thank you for listening.